Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. This is Alex. I'll usually say I'm Jeff. Interesting. Okay. Today we're talking <laughs> about weddings and marriages, Germany versus the USA. This is upon popular request. Well, no, not popular request. This was a demand, basically. It's because a demand, yeah. A vote. We did a vote and we said, because it's a special episode, we have to do whatever episode wins and this is the winner. And the Americans in Germany drinking whiskey podcast is a democracy, not a cheerocracy. Yes. I have no idea what a cheerocracy is, but we'll explain it later. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> no, you never watched the Bring It On? Oh, okay. No. Oh, hello there. It's episode 135. This is, of course, the AGDW podcast, and it is our ooh, second episode of our February extravaganza. Third. It's our third episode of our ex- February extravaganza. Oh, third, yeah. What am our I? Three year what am I talking about? Anniversary. Three episode. Three episode, three years. <laughs> but there'll be four in total for that's, the extravaganza. The yeah, yeah well, there'll be, there will be a fourth one. Exactly. So we're excited. We got special stuff. And the special thing about this episode, as we mentioned, is this is the first time we let you guys just outright pick the episode. And um, I'll be honest, there was a few uh, options. I was pretty nervous. That we were sweating about because we were like, please don't pick that one. Please don't pick that one. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, we, we're enjoying the one that you guys, um, and I think it was, what, 42% picked the wed- yeah, weddings uh, and marriages. A large so. majority. Yeah. So... Um, and then there was two others that got an exact tie, both with 23%. Oh. Yeah, interesting. And that one and that just didn't... The know. urban planning, just sorry, uh, guy who was really likes urban planning, it just didn't, wasn't, didn't wasn't your day. Yeah. I like the urban planning, but yeah. Uh, Weddings, I think people are interested about because, um, you know, assuming people are either German going to the States or vice versa, maybe they have partners, maybe they want to get married and they're like, hey, how how do we do that? How does this, how does this work? How does this whole wedding thing work? I mean, I, I don't know. And in the past, I think actually people have requested um, a wedding marriage episode a few times uh, over the years. So, um, and this is great because you're you're getting married. So I'm getting married in the middle of very planning, planning a planning a wedding. So I've been through all this craziness uh, doing a wedding in, in marriage in Germany. So exactly, um, and, and I am not getting married, but he's basically married. I mean, yeah, they have been together for what eight years, nine years. It's been a while. It's been a. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry. Stained. Stained. Stained's always in my head. <laughs> I can't, can't get that stupid song. I can't say that phrase without singing that goddamn song. I know. Oh, bald head. Stained. Anyways, one reminder, guys. Also, as part of our special extravaganza, this will be the last episode that's coming out next week. We'll be having another live show, which you can join all of us and watch us record and ask us questions live and talk to us live on air. Now, please come and join Today. Now, guys, if you are listening to this episode on the day it came out, this is the day that we're doing live. Oh, my gosh. So make sure to stay tuned. I'm I'm not ready. (laughs) Uh, So if you're listening to us and it is February 15th. And it's before 7 p.m. Germany time. Then prepare for our live show. Our live show is February 15th, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Berlin time. For those of you in the U.S., uh, for example, West Coast time will be 10 a.m. because you're a nine-hour difference, and East Coast time will be 1 p.m. because of your six-hour difference. Everyone else in between, figure that out on your own. So if if you're at work, um, screw work. Listen to us instead. Way more fun. Yeah, well, uh, for those of you at 1, you could do it during like a lunch break. Yeah. 10 a.m., you know, it's, it's early on. Your boss isn't doing his rounds yet. So yeah. it's a Wednesday. It's hump day. No one, no one cares about work on Wednesdays. Yeah, you'll be fine. So anyways, to find our live stream of our web of our uh, episode, uh, just go to our Instagram page. And Which it'll, is, it'll be a nice big button that just says, well, we're live. Click on it and you can join, watch and interact. Yeah. Which Again, I'll, I'll mention the handle later, but I'll mention right now too. It's at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. 
And if it's like 6.59 right now, you're like, ah, you gotta go, you go now, now, go listen. Yeah, go, go, go. And if you miss it, unfortunately, uh, we're just recording it live. It'll still be released as a normal episode the following week. So don't worry. You can still catch up if you're a loser and you don't go to the live show. <laughs> if you're a loser. <laughs> no, um, just, just, just joshing. Just, just joshing. Uh, a little update to the situation with the masks here in, uh, in Berlin and in Germany. Uh, Germany, I think, was one of the last countries in the world that still required masks on public transit. And that is no more as of February, what, 2nd? In Berlin. Now, it's not nationwide. I think there's a handful of states that have still held on. Okay. But I know the majority of states not. But what have you seen? I, I, I've, so it's been about a week, and I've mostly been riding the, um, uh, the M10 tram in yeah. Berlin. And I thought it, once the law went away, it'd be like 50-50. But I've noticed it's like 99% no mask. And there's maybe like out of 100 people, three people who have masks on. That's what I've been. I yeah. don't know. What have you been seeing? I've seen the same on, on the uh, most on the U8 on the uh, underground. Uh, before it was probably like maybe 70, 30 mask, no mask. Yeah. And now, yeah, exactly. Like you like 99% are not wearing masks anymore. And if you are like, I didn't, wear, I remember the first day I didn't wear one and I felt like just so naked. <laughs> yeah. You felt weird. I was like, people can see my, my nose and lips. That's weird. That's new. <laughs> You can see my jawline. <laughs> it just surprised me because I really thought like, because, you know, everybody's like health conscious and got used to it. So I'll be like, ah, it'll be 50-50. But the second you didn't have to, people were like, screw this shit. I, mean, <laughs> I, I took mine out the second, just be, like, for the novelty of it. I was like, oh, I can not wear a mask for the first time in like three years. It felt, it felt, it felt weird. And it's weird. It still feels a little weird. Um, Like yesterday was the first time I'd gotten on a, like a packed tram um, without a mask and like, three years or something like, you know what I mean? Like where it was like, you know, it's rush hour. So it's like shoulder to shoulder. And for, for the first few seconds, you know, you're kind of like, cause just cause like you got so used to the pandemic and stuff, right. but eventually you're like, wait, you did this every day for years. Like, I, I th- I, yeah, I think if it's like super packed, especially on like the U8, I might still wear one because for those of you who know the U8 in Berlin, you should probably wear a mask there anyways. Cause it's just so, <laughs> what do you got to get to the U8? I mean, okay. That's, I through, mean, the U8 is just disgusting. It's a disgusting through, line. It does go through Kati, which is like, I don't know. Dipping a toothbrush into just like a bacterial Conti, bucket. Schönlein Strasse, Leine Strasse, Hammer Just it just goes through so many just dirty and it's just a it's just a you just if you want to have like a weird night just like ride the U eight between like midnight and three in the morning. Actually, no, I actually um no. If you're if you're like a, a like an alone female, I would not do that. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's just a dirty, gross uh, line. But hey, it's part of the city and we love it. <laughs> Well, 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 I'm not going to go that far. I'll just say it, it exists. It exists. It, it is exist. And yeah. it takes you places. So it, it, it is, it is a, a thing. It is a thing. Anyways, um, next a special thank you to D Wizzle, baby. Uh, for, Love the name for the really thoughtful five-star review. Um, you, you mentioned that you just fin- finished binging all of our episodes. Wow. And that you kind of had postpartum depression because suddenly there was no new episodes for you to enjoy. Um, and you were a little sad, uh, but don't worry, because if you're listening to this, this is it's new content, baby. You got this to do, is brand new. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you're feeling better with our special episodes. Uh, enjoy those special episodes, and uh, thanks for listening. I, th- I think their name is actually D Whizzle. W H is that a whizzle? But whizzle. Wh- whizzle has a W and an H in it. Whizzle, just like whip. Has whip. W H. Whip. Like, okay, this is that's not just a Family Guy thing. Come on. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, so uh, we usually, uh, you know, don't talk about yeah. news outside of Germany, but we wanted to quickly mention uh, this really horrible situation in Turkey and in Syria due to this 
insane, yeah. Earthquake that happened earlier this week. Uh, three good friends of ours are from Turkey and have families affected by the disaster. So, and, and you know, among the countless other people that have been injured, left electricity or homeless due to the earthquake. If you're financially able, I think it'd be great to help out and provide any donation you can, no matter how small, towards rescue efforts in Turkey and in Syria. It's it's honestly super crazy. What like it's crazy what happened. Yeah, absolutely huge. So- um, yeah, again, only if you're able and willing, um, you know, every little bit probably helps. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we've had better weeks than others uh, in the world. What have you been up to this past week? Yeah. Um, this week I went to a five-year-old birthday party, which is pretty fun. Went bowling, but I didn't actually bowl. A five-year-old? A five-year-old. A five-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't actually go bowling, which is hard for me because I love bowling so much. I oh, just watch other people bowl. Yeah, all, all the lanes are free. We got there like ten minutes late, and I was like, ah, "It's not worth it." And all the kids were like taking up all the lanes, and I was like, "I take this, you know, seriously." <laughs> so that was fun. And then you know, walked around free sign for a bit, which I haven't done in a long time. Um, I've not really been around free sign in, in a few years. It's nice to walk around that area. Yeah, sure, nice. It's been sunny. It's been cold, but sunny, so it's kind of felt like a bit like springish weather. But not really, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's kind of, kind of freezing the past few days. Right, but just being outside in the sun and walking around right. just feels... Yeah. Good. I want to do that when it was cloudy and dark. You know? the fresh air and everything, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's been nice, all right. Nice. Um, yeah, I've been working. I started like a little started like a little band, so I'm doing that. People probably saw the Instagram picture of me on the drums. Yeah, which so, my, my girlfriend took that picture. Pretty, she ba- did. pretty badass picture. It's pretty sweet picture. Yeah. It looks way more badass than it actually is. Uh, so that's been pretty fun. So I'm working on that as well, just playing some music with uh, with Misha, of course. And our friend Chadash, and uh, it's been a good time. Yeah, you know, we're doing it once once a week, every Tuesday, the night before this one. It's just a, it's not a fun little hobby to do. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I saw downstairs you are building yeah, stuff well, we, again. We, when you were uh, walking around Friedrichshain, I was building a table saw. So that's what I was doing. <laughs> that's what I did on my Saturday. I, I have a few um, uh, house construction projects coming up, and there's just certain things that without a table saw, in order to cut like perfectly straight edges that it's just, like so hard to do certain projects. Um, I think anybody, any kind of uh, maker who like lives in a big city in an apartment, like feels my pain where you don't have a shop and you have nowhere to have any of these kind of all these tools that you need. Yeah. Um, and so you, you try to make other situations. So um, out of my circular saw and some uh, scrap wood was able to put together a um, kind of DIY table saw. That's insane. Uh, just not, don't not, cut your fingers yeah, off, man. Yeah, not, not not fully finished yet. Like, it's like 80% done. I just need to, yeah, wrap that thing up. And uh, But yeah, that's what I do with my Saturday. So Making uh, a table saw. Like, I would never... That's not even something that is even considerable in my... It, it, it with was, my brain and body. It was something for a while, like, I wanted to do. And, like, like I told you, um, I'm making the whole thing for free. Like, sometimes in Berlin, you're walking down the street, you know, and... You know, you'll see some trash, but sometimes you'll just see quote unquote trash. That's just like a beautiful big piece of like wood, you know, like two by three meters, perfectly straight and, you know, not moldy and just fine. And you're like, damn, I'm taking that home. So like I, my girlfriend, knows, so I see like a nice piece of wood on the, on the street. I just, I carry it home and then put it in the, um, in the basement. Um, but usually like six months later, like, a, you know, a pro- there's a project that I need to do and I'll be like, Shit, I got that free wood in my basement from the street. Perfect. And then I'll just use that. So, as one has, as one does. So, you know, is, what is it? Um, one man's trash, another man's treasure, another man's table saw, another man's table saw. 
Exactly. That's wild. Um, what else is wild? Oh my! Way that was like in sync. I mean, said that 135 episodes. Have we done that before? Ooh, no, but I don't know. Jinx, you owe me a coke, or whatever. We, should, we should we should pretend that like we've been there before, but clearly we we, we are not. Okay, so we're drinking a whiskey. Um, you know, because that's that's part. That's, of, a, that's kind of the part of the show. Kind of in the name, yeah. It's kind of what we do here. Um, oh, you're not holding up in a light. It's a little green. The bottle, anyways. It looks like a black bottle. When you hold it up, it looks, looks kind of green. You see that? A little green. Oh, little hints of oh, it. Oh, there we yeah. go. Look at that. Yeah. From the computer but, but, screen. But mostly it looks like a, it's pretty like bad, badass looking black. Look at that. It's like bottle. totally changing color. Cool. If we had a YouTube channel, you guys could watch this. Um, but we we don't yet. Is <gasps> 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 going to happen? I don't know. Maybe. We're mulling it over. YouTube channel. We'll see. Anyways. And we have a channel. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Uh, this... <laughs> This is Teeling Whiskey. You're like Mr. Ramble tonight, man. I know. I'm all over the place in the moment. This is, I, I'm very energetic. I have a lot of energy. Okay, moving well, on. Well, finally, you're bringing some energy to the podcast. I, mean, I know. I don't God, know. You know. I got some, like two good nights of sleep in a row. It's, it's great. Was it like last episode? I was all excited and you're like, wow, you're really amped. And I'm like, yeah, shouldn't you be too? Like, yeah, comes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all jacked up Mountain Dew today. So the, the, I also ate a lot. Like I ate so much today. I think I'm just all these carbs. I don't know. Nice. Anyways, what we're drinking, Jeff, finally. <laughs> Does your eyes look like they're going to explode? I, I keep interrupting myself. And Okay. Teeling whiskey. Yes. We've had it before. Teeling. But this. The standard teeling. Not the standard teeling. Yeah. This is, Which was good. It's a, it's a Irish whiskey, right? It is Irish. Nice. Was. It st- still is. Was. Oh. <laughs> Little Mitch Hedberg Continues there. Continues to be. <laughs> I was an alcoholic. Still am. <laughs> like, but I used to be too. Did it move and now it's scotch or what's going on? <laughs> Moved to Glasgow for the summer okay, and now yo, it's scotch. Let, let, let's get this. Yes, let's please. Get this whiskey, okay? Please, please. Teeling. That's the one. It's Teeling Whiskey. You've said Teeling five times now. It is Teeling Whiskey, but it's special, as we said before. It's Teeling. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. Teeling Whiskey, Black Pits. Not Black Pit, Black Pits. No, and I am excited because a uh, more than one listener has recommended this Teeling Black Pits over the past year, year, year or so, um, and it was kind of on sale on Amazon, so um, that's why it's happening. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a lot going on here. So it's, again, Black Pits, it's peated single malt, which means it'll probably have more of a scotchy flavor. Ooh, so smoky Irish, interesting. Right, yeah. and it is in bourbon and sauternez casks. Whatever a sauternez is. Or sauternez, maybe like... Sautonet. Mm. It's French. Oh, it might be a type of wine or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let's yeah, know, guys. Probably. You know, yeah. yeah. If anyone knows, just, you know, you'd think that we'd be like experts right. on, on these things, but we're really not even close. Teeling Black Pits. It's the longest whiskey segment we've had. I know. <laughs> our, our rants. Are, okay. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Quality. Nice pop. Uh, like, it's so nice to have one after those damn metal caps. Just, you know. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, Jeff, um, Jeff knew whiskey was great, but that cap, man. I feel like uh, it's been a while since we've had a, <laughs> a nice pot. Since I could hold my head up. Cheers. Cheers sustained. Just sustained, everyone. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. Interesting. That's very interesting. I, that's Yeah, that's... um. Halfway between an Irish and a Scotch, and a like, there's a lot of flavor. Ooh, it's a lot. I a lot like of flavor, that. a lot of smoke, a burn. Um, yeah, a lot. I gotta, I gotta um, deconstruct all that over the next <laughs> over the next hour. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on there. Well, if you want to construct it back together, you have a table saw now, so you you can you can do it. I can do it. Uh, anyways, everyone, before we get into the episode of weddings and marriages, Germany versus USA, 
If you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can do it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be cool. Or if like your battery on your iPhone's pretty low and you want to like swap that out, you could do that as well. You could. You know, instead of leaving a review. Instead of doing that, but you know, if you want to be cool, just give us a rating. Also check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. Many do say it's the greatest website of all time. But I, heard, I heard it on the bus the other day. Yeah, really? Yeah. With, without a mask on. And you know, a guy on the bus does not lie. That, it's true. Everyone I've talked to on the bus has been very truthful. Pretty sure there's a sign when you walk on that's like, you know. It's like the internet. Yeah. You can't really lie on it. Yeah, you can't perjure, perjure yourself on the bus. No, like, <laughs> that bus driver will get you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I do not want to mess with the bus driver. They are, they are scary people. I'm always thinking, like, how do you pee... Or do any, you know, like you say, if you're a bus driver, right? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I know what you're going to say. I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. like, bus you know, driver, tram driver, get, Uban. You know me, I've got stomach problems, right? Say I'm a bus driver. I, 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 I because of this one reason, I could never be. Yeah, me too. If, if a moment pops up where I got to go, and, and apparently, like, when you have a busload of people, you can't leave it empty. So I would have to go somewhere, stop, make everyone exit, go to the bathroom, come back. It's just, which it's bathroom? Rough. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, especially with my messed up bladder. So hmm. I know at the beginning and end, like I when you actually get to the bus depot, there's a bathroom, but like there's several hours oh, in between long routes. So are you just like, like just, okay. You, I can't not drink it. You're probably Diapers? dehydrated. You're just not, you're not drinking water because you're, because you're like, wow, I can't, I can't Ca- catheter. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Anyways, let's get to Anyways. more pressing topics like getting married and having weddings and all that jazz. But before we do that, check out our Instagram. <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry. <laughs> Which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. That's where our live show will be. So if you want to see something live, let's do it. Right. You know what else happens live in front of you if you're a guest at a wedding? Weddings, marriages. Weddings, marriages. Got it. Um, let's we'll start with a little few facts. Uh, a, little, a little stats. Let's throw some factoids at them. Factoids. All right. Factoids. Roughly 45% of people in the USA are married. Sounds about right. And, and I, what I've heard is it used to be well over 50 and it's been dropping uh, every year. That makes sense. Because um, millennials are like, uh-uh-uh. You know, so, millennials um, are like, I have to pay my student debt. <laughs> Because the, the, and also the average age, I know the average age of a first marriage in Germany is like 32, which is actually quite high. It's like, it's like 31, yeah. 32. Um, even as Ooh. of like 30 years ago, it was like 22, 25, you know what so I mean? So me like, being 32, I am peak marriage material. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I, tell, gotta, I gotta watch out when Bobby I walk that. I gotta watch out when I walk down the street, make sure I don't get accidentally married. People would throw themselves at you. <laughs> it can happen. And in Germany, it's roughly, again, 32. 32% of people in Germany are married, but this stat was kind of hard to come by. So this is more like... Because the USA stat was based off of the whole population, and this 32% is based off of kind of like... 25 to 45 year olds. It's a random number. So I don't know. Well, it's, well, it's kind of like the the meaty part where the average person gets married between what, 25 yeah, and 45. Like 18 to like 60. I don't, I don't know. And I, trust me, I tried, I tried looking for the same stat that the U.S. but it didn't. So, but roughly 32% of people under 45 are married. Let's say that. I guess. Let's okay. Sure. Why not? And Why um, not? I, I have many experiences with American and German weddings. More American. Like I've been to probably like 60 weddings 60 in the state i've been to like uninvited okay i want i think i've been to maybe three or four american weddings i'd say yeah maybe not 60 probably more like 40 or 50 uninvited just because i used to work catering 
Uh, so I was. On oh, you were not. You weren't joking. Oh, okay. No, no, I, I'm just serious. I thought you were like you're the inspiration for wedding crashers. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I used to cater, so I, I you know, every weekend do one or two weddings. Oh, nice. So yeah, you were. You were. So I, I've seen, seen a, a few wedding nuptials. Yeah, more re, more receptions. I haven't really seen any of the nuptials. I guess I've seen some of them, but mostly the receptions. And uh, yeah, I mean, more or less, every wedding is similar. Yeah, and and in, in the U.S., um, which we'll talk about later, the difference. But in the U.S., when you want to get married. You go and you get an application for a marriage license, whatever. You you get it. You bring you bring it with you. You have your your ceremony wherever you want to have it in a church or in a field wherever. And then and then whoever officiated your wedding, whoever was the master of ceremonies, quote unquote, whether it be a priest or a friend, because in the U.S. Uh, you can have somebody basically on a website get a get uh, certified to right. officiate. Anyone weddings. can do it. Um, then that person just signs your kind of wedding certificate and then. You pass it back into the uh, you know, you like. into the city hall, and you're done. You know, um, happy happy New Year. You're married. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. I think I'd say most of the weddings I went to weren't actually in a church, but I don't know the numbers on that. But uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty common. I think probably probably like half church, half. I mean, I think in a depends. field or in a wherever. <laughs> I like it's, it's in a field. Yeah. Just any random field. You know what I mean? On a beach or if you're you know. in Iowa, you're doing it in a field. <laughs> if you're you know, way down south, doing a church. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but mo- yeah, most of the receptions are mo- mostly very, you know, similar. You got a DJ, you have finger food hors d'oeuvres, you have a terrible speech by the groomsmen, uh, you have a crying dad and mom, and you know, it's it's all very nice and lovely, and it was a good time at them. Uh, but it made me hate the song um, "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Don't stop. Oh, because yeah. they just played it every because every wedding they played every it. It's like, it's like white people just go crazy. Like, <laughs> we, we we love this song. It's like our national anthem for white people. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I guess think of that song, but, and then I've been to a few German weddings as well, all in different parts of the country. So that's been interesting too. And they are very different, not very different, but fairly different than American weddings in terms of the process and the actual, like the part the, the white people come to like, you know, get drunk for free. Yeah. Cause I feel like in the U S and again, it always varies depending on your religion and all that kind of stuff, but the generic kind of American wedding, they all kind of, they hit the same notes and have the same kind of schedule and formula right. of like you get married and then you go to the reception venue and then, champagne and then suddenly the bride and groom burst in and everyone you know Woo. champagne speeches you, speeches you cut the cake you slam some cake in each other's faces um you know the the bride at the dance with their dad everyone cries yep. um you know like like and, and so like every wedding you went to in the states kind of you expected the same schedule you know what the, I mean? like, there's if, always at least one or two people who just get way too drunk have to get kicked out or right. like like oh, uncle jimmy again uh that happens like <laughs> we've seen that happen right. uh it was just very awkward as a caterer uh it's always hors d'oeuvres very i mean new england at least like every wedding i did always had a bacon wrap scallops which I'm not complaining about because mm. bacon wrap scallops are sounds great. Yeah. Some of the best food yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're always there because it's just like you can't go wrong. Who's you gonna hate that? Exactly. I mean, I used to take you know serve them and then go back and eat like three of myself. It was, <laughs> well, who's gonna notice? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, as long as my my boss didn't notice and the wedding people, you know, they're getting married. You don't care. No. So that was sweet. I was getting a lot of free alcohol after, so that was nice. And also, I've I've from a lot of people I've talked to who've gotten married. Because like, and, and, and again, this isn't, I'm not, I don't know the numbers on this, but I'd like most American weddings, it's usually like you have a lot of people there. The bride and groom doesn't know half of them. You know what I mean? Like, and, oh, yeah. and a lot of bride and grooms say like, uh, you did, we didn't even get to enjoy our own wedding because you're so busy um, saying hello and greeting everybody. <laughs> like you don't even have time to dance or enjoy your own food and stuff. I, I, I hear that same story often. So yeah. it must be like a trend. Um, 
I don't know, like what did most of the weddings that you catered were they pretty pretty large? Like yeah, I mean a lot of the large guest plus. Like, um, it, it would depend. Like um, yeah, but most of them are pretty large. I mean, we're a pretty big catering company. Um, I will say this: if you're getting married, you have a catering company, and you have like a server like who's 18 to 22 years old, they're probably high when they're serving the food. <laughs> like chances are they're yeah. probably stoned. Just putting that out there. <laughs> <Just> out, <in> the, <laughs> out in ether. Just out in ether. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're usually pretty big at like really nice venues that were beautiful to go to. So I actually loved the jobs and they go to all these really beautiful, interesting areas. Sure, like, like kind of huge halls and hotels huge and resorts. Giant and mansion houses. I was like, oh, this is our house. I'm like, that is like with a, a kitchen specifically for catering because they have so many events. Like I did one, it was in Little Compton in Rhode Island, which is a really beautiful area on the water. And I did a whole clam bake which is like you put stones down, you have a giant fire, wow. the fire burns down, the stones are hot, you pile on potatoes and clams and lobster and everything else. You put it over under a tarp for like three hours, let it all bake and you set it all up. We did that and that was as, incredible. As you're saying this, all I'm seeing, because I'm planning a wedding, is the dollar signs. Like as you're describing that, I'm like, that must that, that alone must have been like several thousand dollars just easy. for this clam bake. Easily. E yeah. Easy. Like okay. easy. Because it took about seven hours from start to end to get like the food cooked. Yeah, even these venues, like even just renting the hall, like in America, like at a huge hotel, you're talking about like if you're lucky, ten grand just for just for like to rent the the hall, not yeah. not even ha like an empty room, basically. Um, I mean, weddings you can you know you can kind of charge whatever you want at that point, right? Yeah, it's I mean, insane. Like, I'm, I'm having a birthday party at this venue. Like, oh, it's like five grand. Hey, I'm getting married. Oh, that's fifteen grand, sir. Yeah, me, me and my fiance, often when we're booking stuff, I'm very strict with her. I'm like. Don't say it's a wedding. Say it's a party. Say it's a party. It's like and and because you do get better prices when you just say it's a party. Like even when we're talking to cake people, I'm like, do not say it's a wedding cake. It's a white cake for <laughs> for an event. Like and we do with email, a guy with yeah. a suit and a girl with a no, no, white e dress. The emails. I would never say the word wedding. It's like for an event for this many people because how, how's because, that worked out for you? Um, in certain cases, uh, certain cases they figure it out. But like sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes it's like if you just say. It's an event. Like our catering guy, he just thinks it's an event. Like he doesn't even know we're getting married. So, but if they figure it out, they're like, "Oh wait, it's a wedding. Now have to charge you more. You can't do. You can't do that. No, can't do that, right? Because like, no, but that's why you don't let them know. Because the second you say wedding, they they just have it in their head. Like, oh, you're pouring money into this, so we can charge a little bit more. Which you know, as a businessman, I get it. You know, it's capitalism. You do what you gotta do. Um, but so like the German weddings you went to, yeah. Um, were these like friends, were these colleagues, and what were like the biggest differences you saw when you were there compared to these big American weddings we're talking about? Now, of course, uh, there's probably plenty of people in the States that have small weddings, but you know, sure. we're just talking about like the our, average, our I think. Our experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, they're, they were all friends. Um, and they, I would say the main difference was just like the extravagance of it. I think in the States are way more extravagant. Here, they're a little more toned down. Sure. Yeah. Still beautiful, but a little more like, we're not spending a mortgage on, on a wedding. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. A lot more simplified from what I've seen, yeah. you know, um, hundred percent talk people I've talked to. Yeah. Still like just as beautiful, but just, you know, different and smaller. Um, and also like th some of the traditions were a little bit different, you know, like the bride and groom aren't standing up, the groomsmen, bridesmaids, like that's all very different in Germany than in the States. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to get into that too and then go against those because like the tra traditions during the, during the event are, are very different. Exactly. Yeah. But let, let's start at the beginning. So let's start like way at the beginning. If you want to get married in Germany, because I'm sure a lot of people do and they realize this sucks and we're going to explain why Yeah, it's it, unless you're German, why like it really, even if you are German, I think it sucks too. It sucks. Yeah. And I, I, I can give you guys some fresh 
firsthand experience because I've, I've been doing this the past few months. Got um, some fresh content for and y'all. And even going, going into this, um, I'd been... He- a lot of people I talked to, they were going out of the country to Denmark and stuff to get married. And, and there's all, you hear all in the wind, you know, like getting married in Germany is just a huge pain in the ass, but you never really hear exactly why, you know, you just hear it and you're like, okay. Cause I, I always thought like, oh, maybe it's just like a few less paperwork, but like, yeah, if you have time, just do it. But you proved me wrong that it's not, it's really not worth it. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I remember all of it because this part of it, we kind of researched and did like three or four months ago, a while right. ago. Um, but like originally, like our plan was like, like, no, we want to get married in Germany, that would be nice, right? Right. Now, the, the first big difference between an American and German wedding, as we stated, how American, American um, wedding licenses, marriage licenses go, in Germany, you can only get married at City Hall. At, at basically, or not the, the kind of equivalent, what's called the Standesamt, which is technically the registry, register office, registry office, right? Right. You can only officially get married at this governmental office, basically. That's all you can do. Any wedding or ceremony you do beyond that in a church or in a field or whatever, that is kind of your fake kind of bonus wedding, which a lot of people do. But your the legal wedding that you that you have to do has to be at this registry office. And this is because the only people that can legally marry you in Germany are registrars who are staff members of this Standesamt. Like you can't have a friend to get certified. You can't have a priest do it even. Right. And, and it's also very like, it's very German. It's very, you know... Tuck, tuck, tuck. You know, you get married and the next couple comes in, you get married, next couple comes in. And it's funny because you'll see people outside the Standesamt like waiting and you'll be like, hey, are you for this wedding? Like, no, for this one. Ah, okay, okay, wait over here. Yeah, yeah like wait six minutes, then it'll be your yeah, turn. Yeah, the, ours will be out in, in five. So I think yours are after. <laughs> yeah. be, and it's, it's such a bizarre thing, but everyone's like wearing suits and stuff like that. It's like waiting outside of this kind of like regular building, depending yeah. on you know, where you are. And it's really unromantic. Like, I didn't know this because I... Up until I proposed to somebody, I never researched about getting married in Germany because why would you? And, <laughs> well, and, and, then, and then I started looking into it. And then even my girlfriend, who's German, didn't know because like I grew up, my notion of a wedding is the American wedding. You know, you go and when you, you get officially married, when you say I do at your ceremony at the wherever, altar, yeah, at the altar, right? And I got and we both got a little depressed. Where we were like, that's our wedding at this office. You know what I mean? And, and to be fair, some of the some of the Standesamt, these registry offices, depending on where you are. Um, some are prettier than others. Others, some are in some nice historic buildings. Yeah. S- some will even allow you to get married in their kind of courtyard, an out- outdoor space, whatever. But that'll cost you. Um, but that'll co- yeah, that's the bigger fee. Um, anyway, so but what what comes down to why people don't want to get married in Germany, especially if one partner is a foreigner, is all the right, process. It is the documents. Now, f- now f- first of all, you have to contact your local Standesamt, your registry office. It's kind of like you you apply to apply for a wedding. So oh. like so first you you send them you just you like a, a notice of intent. You want to get married. Tell them your situation. And they kind of let you know if you can even do that or not and tell you and then you have to speak with them. They tell you these are the documents you, you need and then you have a specific amount of time to get those documents, right? If you don't get them within a certain time, you can't get married on the date, whatever. So then you have to give them this these documents. And then that's the kind of like you've applied to apply, now you're actually applying. And then they approve or disapprove your documents. Now, at the at the face of it, it doesn't seem like a big deal. First, to say, oh, okay, you need a birth certificate, you need an ID, you need proof of residency, and you also need something that is proof of being single, which you does not require in in U.S. Like in Germany, your default instead of innocent proven guilty, your default guilty, your default. You are not like <laughs> you, you, you have three wives, you know what I mean? Like prove us, uh, prove, prove you prove, don't prove us otherwise. And so things like say with, for the birth certificate, 
They don't want your actual birth certificate. It has to be a fresh birth certificate, not more than six months old. That is insane. It's, it's like it changes. Yeah. And I live in Germany and my birth certificate comes from California. So organizing that. And then once you get the birth certificate, which is given to you by the state of California, not so not official enough. You have to get what's called an apostle. We have to send your birth certificate to like the secretary of state of California and then get them to approve that this is a certified document and stamp it. And then on top of that, because it's in English, you have to get a certified translator to translate the whole document for. It's a birthday, man. For, yeah, for another. No, numbers are, don't need to be translated. Yeah. So, like, that's another step and another fee. So, for that one document, wow. it's three different steps. And you have to do that for your proof of residency, for your ID, for your proof of being single. And the proof of being single is funny because they say, we need proof of being single from your home country. But when you go to the uh, German, uh, the, sorry, the American Sec- uh, um, State Department kind of website, they say, don't ask it like, don't ask us for this document. We do not issue it. So it's like, well, where, where do I get it from? Like specifically the American embassy says, do not ask us for this thing that the German government's asking for. We do not issue this thing. So it's like, okay, uh-huh. well, where do I get it? Yeah. It's like, and, and there's, there's so many steps. And then even when I replied in Berlin, they, she said she wanted proof of how much money I make. Like as what? if, as if I was poor, I couldn't get married. And, and oh, it, oh, maybe for, uh, the thing like, um, it's like a visa. A visa marriage. You're just here to get off the state, the state yeah, welfare. Okay. Yeah, yeah. After ten years, of eleven years of residency, I finally decided to cheat the system. You know, yeah, like exactly. Because I'm, I'm, I work so hard yeah. to be here. Now I'm yeah. going to cheat you out. It's, yeah. it's like All I've, right. I've already been legal in Germany and have the right to work. I have everything I need. Like I've gained nothing. You know what I mean? So, True. <laughs> uh, That's ridiculous. So, so like, and then when finally when we and then we hit these kind of finally, my girlfriend who really wanted to get married in Germany finally she was like, "Fuck this." We're getting married to Denmark, yeah. which is what a lot of people do because you go to Denmark and then the Danish government requires for me one thing, my passport. That is it. And they, they, they let me get married and they give me a marriage certificate that comes in English, Danish and German because they know the Germans required something in German. So I don't even have to get it translated and everything. It's done and done and dusted. God Easy. bless the yeah. EU and God bless Denmark. It's, it's even funny because um, when you propose, after you proposed, I was, I was talking to, um, to Marlise about it. And I was actually helping her look up things in Denmark. And there's actually like a whole, there's a whole business industry based oh, on getting married in Denmark. Yeah. It's like for a thousand euro, you you know, we'll take you to Stanisamt and then we'll, uh, we'll have you book like a ferry to the town. It's like, that's when you can actually marry. It's, it's like, a, we'll get you flights and, and like every, there's a whole industry of getting married in Denmark. It's like the Las Vegas of Europe. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool. The, the, like the, the packages and everything are great, but I would say, if you don't want to waste money, don't do any of that and just do it all yourself because it is so easy. There's a Danish website. You go to, you apply, you give your name, give some scans of your documents. Within four or five days, they say you're approved or not. And then that's it. And then like you, you just have to book a flight. And we booked a easy jet flight for 60 euro to go to Denmark. You know, we have two nights of a hotel. That's it. And we just walk up at our appropriate time. It's a five minute ceremony. Done, done, done. They provide a witness. It's the security guard. He's the witness or whatever. You know easy. what I mean? Like it's so easy, and it's actually cheaper and easier flying to freaking Denmark and Copenhagen and doing this than percent oh, than getting married in Germany. Because even in Germany, after all this, if you're lucky enough to get married, there's still um, the 200 euro whatever fee, right? And you know, and you pay the exact same fee in Denmark anyways. So I think, and, and at the end of the day, you're also like have a cool weekend in Denmark. I mean, it's Denmark. Copenhagen's one of the coolest cities. Uh, and we actually went to a Denmark wedding, a Copenhagen wedding. We did, a friend Cody and Lauren, yeah. And the uh, Standesamt there was actually super pretty. And it was like a really, really nice building. And that's exactly where we'll get married too. That's, yeah. that's just yeah. took a lot of photos of the building itself. 
So, you know, it, it could be worse. I'm sure a lot of Americans are like, go to Copenhagen and get married. It sounds awesome, right? Like, it's, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. And, and to be fair, like, we're not, because for us, we have our real wedding in Germany in the summer. So, like, our wedding in Copenhagen, we're not really considering it. Our, we consider this is the legal thing that we have to do. We have to get a legal marriage certificate. Right. So, we're not making a fuss about it. We're not going to exchange rings. Um, she's not wearing her proper wedding dress. You know what I mean? Like, we're not bringing any friends. Because for us, we want, we want the special day to be our wedding wedding which we're planning for germany this is just the get the paperwork done and you and everyone else will be here for uh oh yeah my real wedding and which i don't know if you mentioned this but alex is officiating my wedding so i am like in the states you need to have a you know a certificate to do that but uh, because they'll be already married i can just um you know be a guy up up in front and be like, hey, I'm a saying words. I'm a guy saying words that I'm not. Sh- I have no words written down that I'm gonna say, but oh, it's gonna be. I'm sure it'll be epic. It oh, don't 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 think it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be. It's gonna be all right. Let's pile on the pressure. <laughs> Your wedding's gonna be okay. A okay. No. Okay. Wait. All right. But are you gonna be doing like the finger finger guns? Finger guns? Yeah. It's gonna be like C okay. Okay. Maybe C plus. Okay. All right. So yeah, we've gone through the process of applying and everything. Now let's get to the actual wedding and everything Ooh. around it itself, because obviously weddings and all the associated hoopla around it is is, oh, di- is different than in the states, as as we mentioned. So. True, and, and the first of the of the hoopla's is the bachelor and bachelorette parties, of course. Um, Which I've heard that that's a relatively new tradition in Germany. It's only been the past few decades that they've even had uh, bachelor okay. and bachelorette parties. Like it's kind of a newer thing, you know. You know. You know, and in, 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 in a lot of European countries, you see kind of things in movies a lot. You know, like Halloween, you know, they, you, you, you adopt traditions. So right. I, I think kind of came from that. You know? I, I, I'm sure it did. And it's, um, you know, a lot of, you'll see a lot of this, especially in other, like other European cities. You see a lot of Germans go to other cities. A lot of people in those cities come into Germany uh, and you, they'll walk around wearing like ridiculous outfits. Yeah, usually the whole group, the whole stag group or the bachelor group have the same shirts, right? Right. And, and the bachelor and the bachelorette have like the most ridiculous weird thing costume on. on, yeah. Like the wearing a dress or you know something like, like for the for the guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wearing a dress is crazy. For I've, I've seen like a monkey outfit and stuff, like right. just weird shit. Yeah. Uh, and then they walk around and then they sell things so to kind of pay for to help pay for like their wedding and stuff. It's a joke, but like it's I think it's, sell shots. it's to humili- humiliate kind of like the guy like he has to go around to strangers trying to sell yeah shots or I've seen like cookies and stuff. And, yeah, but it's usually like horrible jello shots and stuff and it's 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 super silly and you know it doesn't hurt anybody but yeah it's 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 oh, it hurt me once uh there was this group of girls oh. i was with my friend uh nimrod where you know and you know we're, we're young we're single you know this group of you know pretty attractive women come over and they're like here buy the jello shot i mean we like we're so not in the mood for this at all you know we're like chilling having beers on a sunny day and we're like actually ah, fine you're all do it we both got so sick that night from oh that. no yeah so like um there, there are casualties. Oh, yes, there are casualties. <laughs> um, in Germany, bridal showers don't really exist as much as they do in the USA. Yeah. Well, I've heard basically don't exist at all. Like um, same, same as like um, bridal showers and also like rehearsal weddings, because rehearsal dinners. Because I think it's just like another, you know, a lot of things around weddings in the states have kind of come about because of just like capitalism and like it, 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 it's, that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah. like, no and of course we're we're capitalists here as well but it's like i think certain things they haven't taken on because they're like well wait we're giving you wedding gifts now we have to give just the bride a gift you know because it's like well where, where's the where's the groom shower you know like also yeah, you know like i don't it, know it's weird like well I, it's that and then it's like when i tell when germans don't know about rehearsal dinners like wait so you have a rehearsal dinner 
before the wedding? And I was like, yes. Like, are you actually rehearsing the wedding? Not really. What are you doing then? Having dinner. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been to rehearsal things before. It's usually like five minutes of the person like, okay, just so you know, you'll stand here. And then when this starts, so like it's really quick. But yeah, most of it's like having dinner. And then it's like, well... Now you're just spending money on this too. It's, it's just another way for the for the wedding industry to make more money. I personally think. Yeah. So kill me if I'm an idiot. But that's, but that's a good example because yeah, wedding rehearsals from what I've heard really don't exist in Germany at all. No, and it's it's funny too because you know or the they, rehearsal dinner they call it. Whatever. Rehearsal dinner, like like you said, like they they'll talk about it for like three minutes. Like yes, I know, I know how a wedding, like I know how a fucking wedding works. They stand in the front, groomsmen there, parents sitting in the front of the row, and people walk down the aisle. Like it's pretty standard. Well, it's worst case scenario, like. When you're there on the day an hour before, you just go up to your friend like, okay, guys, so I'm just going to walk. And then you kind of, st- yeah, 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 like it can't really go wrong. Like, right. It, it, it's you know. like if, you know, if you've seen, if you've seen a movie with a wedding in it, it's it, you're, the wedding you're going to is probably just like that wedding 90% of the time in that culture. You exactly. know, like it's, yeah, not, exactly. it's not that hard. We don't need to, you don't, you don't need to rehearse standing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and saying, I do. It's, it's not hard. And something that's kind of like in a way the rehearsal dinner but not about rehearsing at all like what it is like a dinner kind of the night before yeah in german is the called the polter polterabend Ooh. the wedding eve um but it's not about rehearsing or whatever or any of that kind of stuff you don't do anything ceremony related it's just like a party right yeah and it's usually it's always hosted by the um the family of the bride and it's okay. a, it's a little it's a little party just for um kind of the groom's family the, br- the bride's family and if you're kind of in a rural area um your neighbors come from neighboring farms and stuff. And the big thing is that you all bring plates and bowls and you smash them on the ground Fun for whatever reason. Are and you doing then, that? Uh, yeah, we're trying to organize a polter up and yeah. Cool. Um, if we, uh, yeah, if we have time and yeah, so you all smash stuff on the ground and then it's the job of the bride and groom to pick it up. Cause it's like their first kind of like tasks together is like cleaning. That's kind of cool. I like that. Stuff. That's uh, fun. And I think also the smashing, it's like, get some energy, you know, like, like, oh, God, tomorrow's going to be stressful. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, all the people who like who want to get married or aren't married yet can just get their frustrations. I'm like, why am I married yeah, yet? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's but, pretty but fun. But I've heard with Abend, it's kind of becoming more in the, not really, I haven't, apparently it doesn't happen in big cities as much, but in the smaller, definitely villages and rural areas, it's more popular, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think like, especially in small villages, I think this is when you invite like the whole village over and you're like, I want to party with these people, but I don't want to have them at my wedding necessarily. But my, my girlfriend and me didn't really want to do that because it, again, it's like, it's like, okay, now that's more of a budget. You're spending money to have kind of neighbors and people you don't know that well coming over, you know what I mean? Like then having another party and it's like, now nah, let's just, just keep about with the family, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah sure. But, but, I, but I guess in some villages, it's a big thing where you just invite all these random people to come celebrate. But again, it's like, I think we've got the money for that, you know? Yeah, right. How many weddings am I having here? Come on. Now, another interesting tradition is uh, the bride's wedding shoes. Yes. So this, this I find kind of weird, maybe sexist. I don't know. But in order to prove that your bride is good with money and not a dirty gold digger, <laughs> uh, she must pay for her own wedding shoes with change, which I don't know how to prove she has money. It proves that I, I think, she has not. No, no, I think it proved that she's like slowly saved up. Um, because, okay. Because when I first met my girlfriend, um, I was in her apartment and in the corner of a room, she had this like just this huge vase like up to your knee and it was like half full of like one cent two cent coins or whatever and i'm like what's that and she's like oh that's for my wedding shoes and then kind of like left it like as if i knew knew what that meant and i'm like what? like oh yeah right the wedding yeah. shoe jar <laughs> and then she explained that like that's a tradition um but funny enough like a few weeks ago like she bought her her wedding shoes um 
And then um, a few days later, I was just walking through the house and I passed the, because we have it as like a decoration, her thing full of scents. And I was like, I was like, wait, but you didn't use your, your wedding scents to pay for it. What the hell? You know? So, but yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but, but yeah, it's one of those traditions that I think it's like, you know, some people do it, some, some people don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's one, of the, one of the old things that some people pass over. Some people I, I, I think it's kind of cute. I don't know. I don't know. It's cool. Uh, and also for the ceremony, um, German couples walk down the aisle usually. I say usually, you know, yeah, for everything. Yeah, because yeah, everyone does everyone does things differently. You but traditionally, you know, how we've seen, whatever. They walk down the aisle together, and the father doesn't give like their daughter away, like in the U.S., which I like a lot better. I think it's more equal in partnership that way in Germany. Yeah, but I kind of like the because in the U.S., what you do is usually the the man's already standing there, then the bride walks in. That's the first time he's seen her. So in Germany. You're, you're seeing her before and then you're walking with her. So you don't have that kind of surprise, but I guess you get the surprise when eventually you see her before, but yeah, it's, um, I, yeah, I guess both yeah. are kind of cool. I, I think the German way is like more of like, Hey, we're a partner going out together. The other American way is like, Oh, look at my beautiful wife. I don't know, but yeah, just different there too. Absolutely. And, um, another kind of main staple of uh, an American wedding is, you know, bridesmaids and groomsmen. Yeah. Um, so you, so you have your maid of honor and your best man, but then you also have three or four kind of similarly people. good men it's like i like you but not as much as this one person <laughs> no no but no but it's like because you know you can only choose one best man so basically it's like your yeah, your best it's the best he be- is the best it's your best friends and groomsmen basically traditionally they're supposed to help people find their seats and stuff but but your kind of main task is you're up there standing next to the bride and groom when they get married as like you know emotional support or whatever yeah um it's really awkward when you're yeah. up there yeah, yeah, because they don't know what to do, right? Like, I'm yeah. not doing anything. I'm just standing here. Yeah, I did that once as a groomsman, and you're kind of like, I was really just kind of like, okay, focus, focus on the bride. And groom. But then you're like, okay, nobody's looking at you. They're all looking at the bride and groom. But then I'm like, why is no one looking at me? I'm standing up here. Like, <laughs> why, why I, what, what am I? I'm wearing a suit. What, what am I up here for? <laughs> what am I? Um, but in Germany, bridesmaids and groomsmen are not a thing. Yeah. Now, now again, some people maybe have taken that on. Um, you know, taken uh, the tradition from from other places, but yes. um, but in 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 majority of German weddings, bridesmaids and groomsmen are not a thing. Um, so that's a a big um, difference. Now, usually they have kind of an official witness. Um, the bride has an official witness. The groom does, but they don't stand up there with you. They're kind of just in the front row. Right. It's interesting. Like uh, at the wedding, you see um, the bride and groom sitting down next to each other with their backs facing the audience, the people watching. Yeah. yeah. And they're facing the person who's like, the host, yo, what's up? Yeah, Let's yeah. get married. And I, and I find that kind of. I think when I first saw it, I was like, why the, why the other chairs here? Like, just stand up. And they're not looking at each other, like looking together with the audience towards that one person. So that person's kind of like the Oscar, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, which I don't know. I find it weird. It's like, cause it is kind of weird. You should kind of be focusing on each other. Cause like you're getting married. So it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, first date going to a movie, you know, it's like, I'm not even looking at you. <laughs> like, I guess it's like, well, this is going to be the rest of your life. Just stay next to each other. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they do that. So that's kind of uh, interesting. Now, also interesting, engagement rings are not as common in, as in the U.S. And that is also one that I can say, well, especially like in the U.S., the big thing is the uh, diamond. Huge diamond. And, and in the U.S., there's so much emphasis on it's got to be a big Three ring. Three month like, salary. Or, 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 yeah, or, yeah, or like, which is the... The jewelry De Beers uh, company yeah, made that up. Is, like, that is one hundred percent made it's up. A capitalism. marketing campaign that was, I think, in the thirties or forty. I can't remember when. It was, it was in the early twentieth century. It's back in the day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've never long before I was married. Long before I knew how much money I was going to have or whatever. You're when, not I was, married. when I was, or sorry, before I was <laughs> engaged. Um. Even as a kid, I'm like, it never made sense to me to spend five thousand dollars on a 
thing you put on your finger. Because I'm like, I'm like that's on a, a blood diamond. Like, that's a car. That's a car. That's a round the world vacation. Like I'd rather spend it on something useful. Like and so I'm like, yeah, a ring makes sense, but. A few, few hundred bucks, not like a few thousand dollars. Oh, like, no, for I sure. Yeah. I, I find it super interesting, especially in the States. It's like we're spending all this money for an expensive wedding, and I bought you this engagement ring. But it's like getting married, presumably most people want to have kids. It's like put that five grand towards like and why are you doing two? a college fund. You're in the States, man. College yeah. isn't free or like healthcare. You know, it's like, I don't know, it's for, for me, but that's, that's one of the most uh, incredible marketing campaigns probably done in our, like probably in the history of the world. Absolutely, because because it's become so prevalent, it is such social pressure for everybody. Like, every, yeah. especially for a lot of guys, like, okay, I can't I can't get a cheap looking ring because her friends are going to look at every you know people are going to be disappointed. She's going to be disappointed, whatever. And it's like so much pressure. And so when I found out that Germany, um, for for the most part, aren't really that big into engagement rings, like they're just like, okay, let's just get the one ring. And usually, and it's it's not uncommon for a German man to propose without a ring, and then you go both buy it together. And I was like, that's this kind of system I like yeah. because, and it's like, okay, first of all, you want to just buy, spend a lot of money on one ring, and you want to give it two rings. And I, yeah, what, what the hell is this? Yeah, and I, I years ago I told my dad before I even moved to Germany, I was like, I was like, if I'm gonna be married, it's gonna be the one ring. The engagement ring yeah, is you, there is the you, ring. You like, gotta get one for each <laughs> finger. Yeah, you got you need ten rings. Yeah. And speaking of rings, so in the U.S. You wear your wedding ring on your left hand, and in Germany, you wear it on your right hand. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. This is the same ring, um, or the same, sorry, same finger, the- uh, Ring finger? Ring finger, the second one from the pinky, yeah. but The right one that's hand. called, like, the yeah, ring finger? Yeah, but in case they didn't know which one that was, just, you know. The one, yeah. For our younger audience, you know, for those eight-year-olds out there that don't quite know- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who are interested about getting married. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like, like I said about, like I said earlier, it's like, German weddings are just like American, but like a little bit toned down. I think that's also a good- analogy for the rings there it's like just like because i it down a bit. i think the german mentality is let's spend that money on a home deposit or or yeah. something like something actual real and more, not a yeah. diamond that was you know mined by a child in a different continent yeah but yeah but you can buy um conflict-free diamonds though so you can which is yeah. great so, so or don't assume everybody has like a blood diamond that's true or you can get ones that are now you know that are like made and like you know, made in a factory, which are actually <laughs> you said by hand, and you're crushing your it's hand. Like, like, it's like crushing coal <laughs> in my hand until it becomes a diamond. Got a little, got a little uh, splash there. You can have a little splash there. Thank you. Uh, another interesting German thing uh, is honking, honking those car horns. And if you live in any big city, you'll. I, I know the first time, for like a few months, I lived here, I didn't know what the hell was going on because sometimes you'd be walking down the street and then you just see a line of cars honking the horn every two seconds for good going for for ages and ages and um and of course i found out later that it's for weddings so usually if you have the ceremony and the um and the party not the same location um every guest puts white ribbons on their cars and you have to honk literally the entire way and that kind of like shows off the procession like hey these people getting married you know like us it's also turkish as well i think i used to think it was just a turkish tradition but it's actually a german tradition so I don't know if it's actually Turkish or if it's just Turkish people in Germany doing it because it's a German tradition. Oh, okay. Because they're in Germany. Yeah, it makes know? sense. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. If you guys know better than us, let us know. Uh, let us know. Now let's do a few more. So throwing the bridal bouquet or the Brautstrauss. But Brautstrauss. Um, Brautstrauss. Yeah. Roughly fifty percent of German brides will throw their bouquet. What a weird stat. <laughs> like who? It's like. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. So fifty percent. <laughs> they, they, they did a survey. They did a survey. They did a survey. I think it was like forty-seven percent or whatever. Yeah. We'll no, throw their bouquet. Roughly fifty. With roughly, roughly fifty. 50. Yeah. We'll throw the bouquet of flowers behind them for a guest to catch. It's uh, international tradition that's caught on in Germany. We all know what it is, you know. And, and, and this get... one, 
it, 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 this used to be a, um, a big German tradition. In modern times, it has died out. But this is the Brautenführung, and this is the bridal kidnapping. And if you've seen The Office, um, this happens between Dwight and Angela, which makes sense now because uh, Dwight has kind of a it's Pennsylvania a, Dutch, you know. So he has which is so it's weird because it's actually German after Deutsch, but they call it Dutch. Um, I don't know why. So, so yeah, because he speaks German, he has German traditions. Well, now, his German is mostly uh, industrial and religious. <laughs> and sorry, religious. Yeah. <laughs> no, so this popular tradition was that um, the groom's the the sorry that the groom's friends would kidnap the bride on the wedding day. <laughs> so so, so a- after the ceremony had happened, randomly they would kidnap her, take her to a bar or pub somewhere you don't know where, and basically they would do it so the husband and it wasn't in front of the husband and then so within the few minutes at some point the husband realizes that the bride is missing and then he knows okay this is the bridal kidnapping and now he must go find out where her his wife is oh my god and when he arrives usually they make him do some sort of silly thing and then he has to pay the bar bill that they've racked up in the past hour or two they've been waiting for him to come find the bride because <laughs> you, you know what makes a a great wedding a little bit of trauma <laughs> yeah and, and it's and it actually uh, when i was in my research it died out, not because it's weird, oddly enough. Oh. But just because since it's on the wedding day, it just interrupts the wedding day. Like randomly the bride's gone and it's like the party, it ruins the party because suddenly the bride and the groom just leave. You know what I mean? So it ruins the reception. So they, they stop doing it. Okay. That, I mean, I guess it's a fair, that's a very German reason, isn't it? Just <laughs> logistics. And now for the last thing about weddings is... It's the last, but it's also... The first... first. That's where I was going. Right? Oh, sorry. I ruined yeah. it for you. Is the, that's all right. That's all right. We're moving on. Is the first dance. So uh, having a couple's first dance is pretty, you know, it's pretty popular. It's a thing. And in the States also, that's a standard, right? And almost, again, almost. But 50, this is the, the big difference though. But again, almost 50% of married couples in Germany have their first dance to the same song, which is the thong song by Cisco. <laughs> makes sense which i mean that, that song is epic he, he's a classic he sticks his freaking heart out in that song he does and he really. has that he has that glove that only covers his his pointer finger and his thumb and i want one so bad and i think it's bejeweled a little bit it's a little bejeweled it's white and bejeweled it if is. i remember correctly I don't it know. is but you know he, he, he or, or, or it could be mandela affecting uh that i don't know who i don't remember it's also true <laughs> anyways no it's not the thong song it is the viennese waltz did i say that right yeah i mean it's that surprised me that like such a huge chunk of people ha- have their first dance of the same. Like I didn't know there was a standard first dance song. That's um, very bizarre. I guess it makes sense because um, my girlfriend's father, like he, like when we were telling him, like, oh well, we're we're we're, we're doing a thong Actually, song. I'm not gonna say it, but like we're we're learning a certain dance for our wedding, Ooh. and um, and he was like, what? He's like, you have to do you have to do a waltz, you have to do a waltz, and it's apparently like in German, like. The waltz is like the standard traditional dance that people just do at, at like wedding, not, you know, not for the party, but just for like these kind of first dance things. Yeah. Fa- yeah, father, yeah. father, daughter dance. And so I guess it makes sense that the Viennese waltz is the, um, is the, the I mean, thing. when you go to Burkheim, everyone is just doing the waltz. It's insane. I know. Like, uh, <laughs> can't get enough of the waltz. Can't, can't avoid it. Yeah. So. Now, um, the part of, of, we- <laughs> all, of marriages. All good things must come to all an end. All good things must come to an end. And 50% of them end in divorce. So Actually, one thing, one um, bright ray of sunshine that I read okay. was that in Germany and in the U.S., every year for the past 40 years, divorce rates have been going down. 
Interesting. So the highest the divorce rate ever was in the U.S. was in 79. And ever since 79, it's actually gotten less every single year in the past Which makes years. sense because marriage rates are going down. So maybe people are getting married. They're like actually dating for more oh, than oh, like you believe, a year. Or maybe they just like are getting along better. No, no. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, because I think people back in the day got married a lot earlier when they were like 18, 22. They're not ready. Yeah. And now people are like ready to get married. So they get married because they're fully committed. And now their marriage is lasting longer. Which makes sense. Right. That's that's wonderful. I also did read that the U.S. has the fourth highest uh, divorce rate in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, America. So, yeah, if, if that's rough. Because, like, it, fourth in the, out of in like the, 179 countries? Yeah, whatever. Um, and Germany wasn't even in the top 20. So, I don't even know where Germany is, but it's not in the top 20. But but I did hear it. No, what, kidding me? All the paperwork it takes to get married, imagining divorce. Germany's like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> this is way too hard. But, but Germany is one of the highest in Europe uh, divorce rates. So, oh, okay. Um, but, but anyways, we'll, we'll, uh, let, let's talk about these yeah. divorces <laughs> right before your wedding in a few weeks. <laughs> oh, man. So the only grounds for divorce recognized by German law is the breakdown of marriage. Because in the U.S., like when you apply for divorce, from what I've seen, you know, in movies and documentary stuff, is like there's several options, right? There's um, ooh, what's that? God, what's that? Uh, no, I'm totally blanking. There's that standard one, yeah, uh, irreconcilable differences. Oh yeah. And I think infidelity is one. Yep. And then like, there's, there's like a, you, you like, it's like, you, you, you know, you like, you, they give you this like a uh, multiple choice thing and you choose. Okay. Okay. Why, why did we fail? Oh yeah. That, that. <laughs> so, see, someone's see. like, someone's like, honey, I got all five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in order to prove that you have a broken and, down, and, and I'm sorry, I, I know there's plenty of you who probably have been divorced. It's probably horrible. So we're, we're, it sounds like we're making fun of you, but we're, you so know, we are not. Divorce not. Is, is, is terrible. Is rough. You know, I mean, my, my parents, okay, you know, so. So, um, <laughs> buzzkill, Alex. I don't write. <laughs> Jesus, read the room. Come on. <laughs> so, in order to prove uh, that you have a broken down marriage, uh, you must live apart for at least one year, which is called Trennungsjahr, like separation year. So, so you're like, okay, I'm done with this. Oh, let's just get divorced. Oh, nope, gotta wait a year. Gotta wait a year. Good. But at least you know you still get that good tax just, rate just for to, a year. Just to prove that this isn't working, and that's if both partners and both of them mutually want a divorce. If only one person, listen, Jeff. If only one person relationship wants a divorce, then both people, both people must live apart for three years in order to prove a broken down marriage. Dude, that's rough. It's like someone with this whole podcast lifespan. <laughs> say you're just yeah, you're just like, babe, this isn't working. This seems like, and she's just like, like no, fucking prove it. No. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I have to devote three years to this before I can start divorce proceedings? Like, yeah. Jesus. That's a- I mean, you said death to us part, so they, 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 make the, they take this seriously. And so living apart means you must live in separate houses or apartments, eat no meals together, perform no services for each other, ooh la la, for each other's spouse, and have no similarities in your daily lives. So, it's so not, if you work together, you're just, you just, you can't, you can't get so, so say you like, you're like, your budget is pretty, <laughs> is it, say your budget's low and you're like, you want to save some money. You can't like live in the guest house. You can't live in no. like the spare room. You have to be in separate places. No sex, no meals. Uh, yeah. What is the next one? No, no similarities in daily lives. No so, similarities. So if you bump into each other at the bank, you're screwed. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, like if you both go to bed at 10 PM, boom, you can't get divorced. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot. Uh, if one spouse is violent or abuses drugs or alcohol, the time period can be accelerated. Uh, that, okay. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that. That makes, Which sense. Is, makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you have an abusive, if you're in an abusive relationship, they won't make you wait that year. They'll let you get yeah. out, get out of that thing. That's very know. different. This, this is more for yeah, just, just a standard. I don't like you anymore. Exactly. Things, you know. And a lawyer must file your divorce for you at your local family court, and you cannot do it yourself. So you have to pay lawyer fees. There's, like, Which there's no way around it. Just sounds again, just very German. And people are like, why don't you want to get married, Alex? Just so many reasons. <laughs> Just because I'm looking for the divorce, you know? 
<laughs> oh man, now I kind of regret putting the divorce stats at the end because it's like I have a buzzkill. I have all this great like I was all like feeling good about marriage and everything, and it's like oh. it's like oh man, if it, 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 it this better work out <laughs> because three years is a long time. No, I yeah. I love my fiance. Good. We're going to be good. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, but now we're going to divorce this episode. Oh, Actually, one thing I should mention is because we're talking about like what happens in America, what doesn't is we're very much for our wedding going to be doing a mix of traditions. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, true. You know, and like going into our wedding planning, we specifically said we're not going to do anything because it's expected of us or we're going to do all the only things we're going to do is stuff we want to do. You know, for example, like we've decided we're not gonna do a wedding cake. We got over it. We said, screw the cake. We don't care. Are you gonna do a pie? No, no. Like we're just like, like our dinner already includes a dessert. And we're like, why are we spending 250 euro on a simple cake? I could bake myself. Like I'm not, screw that. So even though, but so like, we're very kind of untraditional in that sense. Um, but yeah, so we're like, we're, we're having a few things that like, like, um, you know, Marlies uh, will be coming in with her dad, which is not German, right? But doing that, you know, and uh, so it'll be a nice mix of 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 both. And I think that's the only way to do it, right? If you have one one American and one German, you know, like I, I th- bring I the think, best of both worlds. You I know, think it's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're gonna have this Jewish guy officiating, so maybe, exactly. Maybe so. there'll be a little Jewy stuff in there. We'll see. <laughs> God, that might surprise oh, you. Only you can get away with saying Jewy stuff. With a, <laughs> it might surprise you a little horror. You know, we'll see what's gonna happen, Jeff. There better be a glass that I stomp on. It's going to get real Jewy real quick. <laughs> um, anyways. I'm let's, really uh, curious to see what you're going to be dressed like. Let's, uh, oh God. Let's, uh, let's do the whiskey. Again, this is Teeling Whiskey Black Pits. It's a single malt Irish whiskey in a bourbon and sauternay. I'm going to say sauternay cask. Sounds mm. better for me. Um, I'm assuming it's some sort of wine cask. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Anyways, so Chaim, sounds Frenchy. Cheers. <laughs> I'm going to say, this has probably been one of my favorite whiskeys we've had in a while. It's good. I mean, I asked for a ref- Like, anytime I ask for a refill mid-podcast, that means I really like it. Yeah, it's, true. It's just went, it went pretty quickly. There's so many flavors going on there. And it's there's the- something like, there's a peated, like like a regular scotch, you know, a uh, scotch that's peated. But a peated Irish has a really interesting different flavor which i'm really because yeah, we've been lately getting bored of scotches i think we got i think yes. both safe to say that we've both been getting bored of scotches i even, think so. even though they're giving us that peated flavor giving the smokiness giving this we like scotch but they're all kind of at least lately they've been they've we've been getting the feeling that all the same this is that difference you know what i mean like yes. this is that if it were a scotch where i'd be like finally this is the scotch that stands out yeah. even though it's an irish you know yeah this, this is very good so uh my my, my guts give me like an 8.7 Wonderful. Yeah. Um, ooh, I'm gonna have to go 8.5. Yeah. Nice. It, it's, it's, it's up there. I it mean, is. It's, it's, it's given me a lot of the smokiness It's giving me the smoothness of an Irish, you know, it's giving me a nice burn and, um, and it's got that magical bottle that goes from black and then into the light, this green color, like really green to really black. Yeah. It's really, crazy. Really nice bottle. Um, and, that I, and blow your mind. Teelings in general. I like teelings. So I'm going to, I'm going to put this on, on, on the Instagram like right now. Yeah. Loving it. Ooh, wait, I don't know. Can you do that? Can you post uh, a I'm whiskey not, I'm not photo gonna, before the official whiskey photo? I'm not going to put the the label on it. Oh. Just so cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. for me, 8.5. Would you say 8.7? 8.7. So that's, that's, that's one of the highest we've had in the past few months, yeah. I'd have to say. It's, it's, it's quite good. And I th- want to say, I don't know, but um, only like 40 euro-ish. Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. I want to say like pretty, pretty, pretty. This, is, this would be called, this would be shelf worthy. Definitely. If I we mean, still did that rating. Jeff, if you love it so much, why don't you just marry it? Okay. That's all I'm giving you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't forget, next 
uh, today. It, t- today. When is Fe- this out? February 15th. February 15th. At 7 p.m. Berlin right. German time. We will be live. You can come watch us record live. You can ask us questions live. Talk to us live as we do our recording. Uh, please join us through our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Check it out. Come join us. We'd love for you to be there. If three people show up, it's going to be really sad, but we'll still do it for you three people. So let's... Maybe it's more intimate and we can really have a good conversation. But you, you know what, guys? We love you. This is why we even think of doing special episodes because you guys are amazing. And for the past three years, all you've done is sent love to us and great questions and great stories and great everything. And like, God, how many bottles of whiskey have been sent to us by complete strangers you know what i mean like yeah. think of that like you've bought a bottle you took the time to package it you sent it to us like um or the donations you've sent or anything um just lots of love man lots, lots, of love. lots all love yeah. all love and that's why i wish for all of you to uh stay safe stay healthy and of course stay thirsty Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is I'm loud or what? Yeah, that was way too loud for me. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're fine. One more time. This is I'm loud. This is Jeff. This is Alex. And today we're talking about a pop popular request. No, wedding. what? A pop 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 a pop 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 pop